Hey, it's Becky with the Dry Self Love Podcast. Chris and I are so excited to present some really cool interviews this summer for you. We have a couple on money and your scarcity mentality around it. We have one about making friends when you're new or even when you're not new. And a really cool one about kicking sugar to the curb. A couple others on health and wellness, of course. So we hope you enjoy these and we will be back in the fall. Have a great summer and take care. Welcome to the Try Self Love Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Barber, and I'm so excited to be here with Allie Ringer. Allie, how are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be on. Thanks for having me. Oh man, our pleasure. I'm so excited for my listeners to get all of your wisdom, but let me start with your bio. So yeah, Allie Ringer is the foundation of recovery life coaching. She's a certified life and business coach and also a published writer. Allie specializes in breaking free of toxic cycles, the cycles we often fall into without even realizing just how much they hold us back from living our most aligned life. Yes, including our businesses and abundance. This began with breaking free of her own toxic cycles, a 10 plus year emotionally abusive relationship, crippling perfectionism, anxiety, and panic disorders, self-harm, sexual trauma, a corporate job she hated, money scarcity, the list goes on and on. But she recovered from every piece of it, and now she lives her most aligned life today with her healthy partner, thriving businesses, and completely ailment-free. That is amazing. Through her own recovery, she discovered her sole purpose was sharing her experience and supporting other women and ending their cycles and finding their power. I just love that. I love that so much, especially the part about supporting other women. That's one of my passions as well. Yeah. I mean, it's my, I feel like my soul's purpose. So I feel honored to do it full time every single day. I love that. And I agree. It is an honor, right? To get in that sacred heart space with someone and they trust you and you just help them unlock all the wisdom that they already had. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I always say it's already all inside of them. But again, these toxic cycles kind of take over and get us stuck in a cycle that's not serving us and can really keep us out of alignment. So it's more of a unlearning process in my, um, coaching model versus a learning process. That unlearning is so hard. It is hard, but it's worthy. Yes, definitely. And worth the time. Yeah, but it is, it's kind of tricky, especially without a guide. So walk me through, like, what do you do with your average client? Would you say, or is it just completely different? Yeah. So with my one-on-one clients, cause I do one-on-one coaching and then group coaching with my one-on-one clients, it is a little bit personalized to them, their goals, their needs, just because they do have such a wide net, I guess you could say with toxic cycles. So mm-hmm. I can tell you the common themes that I work with women on a big one is mindset and confidence. So this kind of streams into anxiety, um, really being stuck in that toxic cycle of not thinking we're enough, feeling like we don't have what it takes. Um, so that's usually a universal one, whether they come to me with it or not, it usually pops up Mm. at some point. So I see that as a, you know, really, really common toxic cycle that women are battling with in today's society. Um, and then kind of secondary to those, usually it's really about getting, after we get their confidence in a place that they feel 
powerful and it's about letting the rest of their life match that. So I work on energetics a lot. So becoming energetic matches for the life you desire. And this looks absolutely different for everyone, but again, common themes, having a job that lights you up, bringing in abundance so that you're capable to have time freedom, energy freedom, um, to do and live however you want day in, day out, that you're able to become a match again for things like partners that are going to light your soul up, friendships, community. Um, and again, because the toxic cycle niche is so big, just the list goes on and on, but really it usually starts with the individual toxic cycles that are internal. And then you become a match in the external world to call in what your heart desires. So that's usually kind of the broad scope, regardless of the site, the cycle that we're working on that I, the framework I work women through. I love that. I love that you can just go anywhere and just like focus in on what that person needs. It's great. Yeah. You and I landed on a money scarcity. Yeah. You want to focus more on like the abundance mindset of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think abundance is a really great category to talk about because women, Um, you know, in today's world, we still don't hold the majority of wealth. So wealth is still in the hands of 65% men. And although, you know, Mm -hmm. there's definitely some men I love. um, (laughs) I think that that should be more of a 50, 50 split and actually projections right now, or that is that money thus abundance is going in the next 20 years in the hands of women. So it'll be Mm -hmm. 60% in the hands of women in about the next 20 years. So I'm really passionate about helping women really step into an abundance mindset so that they can be a part of this movement and not miss out on it or keep themselves in a place of scarcity just because that's kind of the money story that has always played out in their world because it's it's changing all around us so we might as well again become the energetic match to attract Mm. all the abundance that's flowing around us um and have a piece of it So getting into your story, which is my favorite part of talking with people, how did you shift? Like, what was your life like before? And then now with this abundance mindset, like, give us a little overview of you. So I, you know, typical millennial in a lot of ways, I was in high school in like 2008, 2009, when crash, great recession stuff happen. Um, Mm. and so I saw my parents, both my parents, they were divorced at this time, lose their houses, lose their cars. We had to move a lot. I started driving back and forth to go to, to finish my senior year of high school, about 30 minutes away from where I lived. And my parents were like, if you, you want to do that, you have to work and pay for your gas and pay for your Mm -hmm. insurance. We can't afford to do anything to support you in that matter, but you can do it. And so they started empowering me to get a job, which at the time felt hard. Um, but you know, later became a great lesson if I wanted that. And I've always had this mindset of, I can have it all regardless of circumstances. And that's actually a mantra that I teach women to really, um, repeat to themselves so they can become an embodiment of it. So during that time, I was like, I want my senior year with all my friends with high school. I want to go to, I'll figure it out. So I got a job. Actually, it was very fun, unique teenage job at a reproductive health clinic and a program where I got to support teens. I would basically be their first point of entry. So before a nurse would come into the room, if they needed things like 
reproductive um, education or anything related to like SDIs, anything like that, teen pregnancy, I would be their first point of contact so that they would not have to talk to an adult. So that fear factor was out of place. So it was an amazing opportunity that I think really um, plays into my life still to this day. But I worked every single day after school at this clinic um, and I started to save money. And what really became pivotal to me is when I wanted to go to college, the norm was going to debt, right? Mm. Still kind of the norm today. It was going to debt. And I was like, I'm going to work full-time for two years to save money because my parents can't help me. And I'm going to pay for college in cash. And I kind of made it a goal. I was successful in that goal. I saved enough money. I worked about between four to six jobs at a time for those two years, between 18 to 20 to save enough money to go back in college. I didn't have enough money for four years. So I talked to the school counselor and I was like, how can I do this in three years? So I did it in three years, graduated early, paid for it all in cash, took out zero loans. So when I got out of college, I was like, Hey, as incredible as that is, it still felt like scarcity. I still felt like I had to work so hard to get the things I desired. So I was like, how can I change this? It took me a few years to figure it out, but I landed in a corporate job that I hated. I was making good money, but the money didn't feel good. And I was like, at Mm. what point in my life is the money that I am earning going to feel good that I'm not just going in to somewhere, clocking in, hating the in-between, getting a paycheck and that not even feeling like fulfillment. So I decided that I was going to start my own company and this, you know, on the not abundance side of things, I was doing a lot of self-work. I was digging myself out a lot, a lot of other toxic cycles at the time, doing therapy, group coaching, um, CODA, which is a codependence anonymous group. And I was in a lot of rooms where a lot of people were doing work on themselves. And I was in my early twenties. Um, and I thought again, I want it all. How can I have it all? And I really enjoyed the work that I was doing. I had gone to school for psychology and I was like, forget the corporations, forget working for someone else, I'm going to have it all. Um, And in about a year, my business was making between 10,000 to 20,000 in a month, um, completely on my own. So being my own solo entrepreneur, not working 40 hours a week, only working with clients who align with me and light my soul up. And I was like, this is it. (laughs) This is having it all. So that's kind of my money story that I now empower women that Really, it can go both ways. If you need money, kind of like I did in my early years, there's always ways to go out and make more money. There's so much money around us. I live in Los Angeles, California, and I just can't even fathom at any point of any given day how much money is being wired electronically and the waves that are going through you know, the city that I live in of these large amounts of money. Every second of every day that's happening. How do you tap into that, right? There's so many opportunities to tap into either doing a side hustle, getting a job, starting a business to call in more money, or, and this is the other side of that, this equation that I teach, or you can start to become a match to call in that money without having to sacrifice time and energy to step into abundance. It sounds simple. It's a little bit of a process. Um, it is simple and it's not right because it takes work and it takes getting your life into alignment in a way where you are an energetic match for opportunities, invitations, um, money manifestations, right? I've had a client who 
we were working on debt and she had about 70 K in debt. And we were really working on her becoming an energetic match. Her company randomly decided to sell. She had a little bit of stock in the company. She got a hundred K that same within those same three months. That's that energetic match. That money was completely taken care of and she didn't have to go out. It wasn't time that she was using for money. That was energy that she was putting out for money and the universe gave it to her. She was the match. So yeah, it's really, really, really cool stuff. And we're not taught this traditionally. We're very much taught in the U S that you have to work really, really hard Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. money. Um, and you kind of have to sell your soul. And again, that's a story that's been written for us, but we're so powerful and we can rewrite our own stories at any point that we decide. I'm amazed by your story. I have to say it like truly, I hear you said your parents empowered you and then it seems you empowered yourself Yeah, and you were just so clear on what you wanted. Yeah, 100%. And that's kind of what I say with this energy work intentionality, right? I knew I did not want debt. And I think that was a little bit of the millennial in me who saw my parents like get cars repo, get houses taken away. And I was like, that I don't want that. Like, I don't want any of that. Don't even give Mm -hmm. me the cars and the houses in the first place. If I'm going to get them taken away. So it created this really interesting, um, a little bit of a trauma bond. And like I said, I knew my, I know my original money mindset came from a place of scarcity. Um, but I was like, I want to have it all. I want all those things. And specifically at the time I wanted college, but I didn't want, and I wanted the degree, but I did not want the debt that I knew came with it. I didn't want the price tag that came with it. So I was like, what is the cheat code? And I talk to clients about this a lot. Like there are cheat codes in life, right? There mm-hmm. are hacks to the traditional systems we've been taught, but again, we're not taught them. So we have to go out and seek them or hire people who understand them and who have tapped into them to learn them. And so, yeah, the cheat code of, I can sacrifice two years of my quote unquote college years. And I still had those, right. It was just at a later time. I can do this untraditionally. A lot of people told me you're never going to go back, right? Everyone has their own projections. You're going to take two years off. You're going to get used to making money. You're never going to go back. But I had set the intention. I was going to get that college degree. Neither of my parents went to college. And again, I think um, through their own stories, I was like, gosh, I have to do something differently. I'm not going to repeat now what I would call these generational toxic cycles that can Mm. play out. Um, And if there's a will, there's a way. And I wanted it badly enough. So yeah. And anything, and it's, it's, you know, interesting to me now looking back, I'm 30 now, but looking back into my twenties, I absolutely anything I ever have wanted I've gotten. And I understand how that can be a really cocky sounding sentence, but it's intentionality plus aligned action is what I believe equals manifestation of our most aligned life. So we plant seeds. We plant a lot of seeds in this life and we can either plant seeds that we want to sprout, or we can plant seeds that we don't want to sprout, but we're not being intentional about. So when these maybe negative or, um, undesirable seeds blossom, sometimes we're like, that always happens to me, or 
Um, like the worst always comes or I can never have things in life. Right. All these like really scarcity thoughts that tend to come up. Um, and I always tell clients when those things pop up, I'm like, it was just the wrong seed. Right. Like we have to be careful. We have to be intentional. Our thoughts are powerful drivers of our lives. So plant a new seed, start planting a new seed every day. And when it comes to fruition, things like me getting my degree or, um, you know, my business making 10 K 15 K 20 K months. I'm like, it's all seeds. It's all seeds I've planted. I wish I could say I was shocked, but I'm not because it was intentionality. Right. Um, and aligned action that followed up with that intention that showed the universe case. Hey, she wants it. She's a match. Here you go. I don't think you sound cocky. I think your perspective is really refreshing. I love that. Thank you. No, it truly is. And I just think like, this is what it's about is challenging what's always been done. And I just yeah. kind of like put my head down. I'm like, I'm a rule follower. This is how life is. It's gotta be hard. And I just love that. You're like, Nope. But yeah. I do want to ask you. So in yeah. your bio, you mentioned some serious traumas and things that mm-hmm. were going on. Yeah. What, what got you out of that? Like, how did you change all Was that at the same time? Yeah. A little more about that. Yeah, it was kind of all at the same time. So a lot of my traumas happened kind of in the same years that I was in college. So between Mm. 18 to 25, I had gotten into a toxic relationship, which sounds insane, but it's my truth when I was about 12 years old. So Mm. he was two years older than me. He was a freshman in high school. I was in seventh grade you know, classic aim times back in the day, we both had our little screen names and he struggled with suicidal ideation. So very young, um, to start that, but he would basically make me his safekeeper. So I became his emotional, um, you know, manager guardian, guardian angel status, literally always on the phone with him till the middle Mm. hours of the night. He struggled with self-harm as well. Telling him, don't do that. I love you. It'll be okay. It'll be better. So that went all the way through my early twenties. We stayed, um, on and off because it was a toxic relationship, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even if we were off, I would still get a phone call at 3am saying tonight's the night I'm going to be gone. And I wanted to call you and say, bye. Um, and now that I know what I know, I know that was kind of, um, his own negative mental health. And I also think narcissism coming into play to keep me kind of in that codependent narcissist trap. I didn't know that back then though. So that was playing out. And then that caused a lot of trauma and through me trying to get out of that and living in that, I had a lot of anxiety that manifested. I had codependency, Um, I had a lot of negative traits coming out of my codependency, like attention seeking, especially from men. So I found myself sexually assaulted three times in my early twenties. So it was all kind of happening all at once. And how I, again, started getting out of this was seed planting. I was like, there's no way I'm too young and I'm so capable. I am so capable amidst you know, I was diagnosed with anxiety, generalized anxiety. I was on daily medication. I also had emergency Xanax for panic attacks at the time. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to the doctor, they'd be like, your blood pressure is so high. And it was purely from anxiety, not from as normal weight, normal activity level, all of that. Sure. Um, and I was like, there has to be more to life. Like this can just absolutely not be it. I'm too young. I'm too capable. And again, kind of like I was saying, amidst all the anxiety 
medication in me, I was like, is this the rest of my life? I am Mm. 22, 23, 24 years old. This cannot be it. So I first started with self-help books, which I think, you know, are an incredible resource and tool. I was going to therapy. Um, that honestly, and I think this is like a case by case, same goes for coaches, but wrong therapist. I wish she would have, um, I wish she would have protected me more in a way. I wish Mm. she would have kind of called out in the room what was happening, but again, everything happens for a reason. And now with my coaching, you know, I'm very selective on who I take. And if I see things like, um, abusive relationships, codependency, anxiety, all of this was never mentioned within the walls of therapy. I'm always, um, more than honored to lovingly, right. Tell people that I think there's something greater going on. And I think they need to really go get professional support and getting out of that before doing anything like coaching. Um, so I was doing that, but I was in that for many years and it really only gave me the anxiety medication, um, and, and nothing else. So from there, I was like, again, searching all the places of this world in my young life to find support. So I started doing yoga I joined a group coaching group and I started going to CODA on top of reading and therapy. It was like, anytime I wasn't at my full-time nine to five, I was doing the work because I knew for how many years I had tried to get out of that relationship. I knew I couldn't do it by myself. I was like, there is something greater going on. Um, and I don't come from the most traditional family unit either. So they were all not really trying to pull me out of it. So I was just solo and I felt so alone in the journey, um, which is why kind of after doing all the work, really stopping the anxiety medication, noticing the panic attacks were, were no longer a thing, um, going cold turkey, no communication with my ex, having time pass with that, um, leaving the job, starting to make all these major changes in life. I was like, where was I? when I needed me, mm. you know, oh, why couldn't so I find anyone? Yeah. Who was talking about this on the internet or who was sharing tools and resources. And so hence that's why recovery came to life because I was like, I want to be, um, the person that women can go to, or the person that women can look up to or find and be like, damn, if she can do it, I can do it too. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell my people, I'm like, I am the coach that I needed 15 years ago. Yep. You're welcome. 100%. 100%. Yeah. It's like the journey doesn't have to be as lonely or hard, um, or -hmm. challenging when you find a coach who you really connect with a part of their story. And you're like, dang, I want that. Right. Like that's, I call these in business coaching, emotional pings when you relate to whether this be um, a product or a coach or a service, right. When you're like, I want that, I see something in that, that I desire. Um, it's so powerful. It's so, so powerful. And it's a good indicator of a coach being for you or not for you. So yeah. Right. Big part of teachings. No. And I love that. And I tell people that too. I'm like, coaches, therapists are like shoes, try it on. If it doesn't fit, it's not the shoes fault. And it's not your foot's fault. Like keep looking 100%, 100%. And that's the beauty of, um, how many coaches there are. Although I know that intimidates some people hearing that sometimes, but it's the beauty of it, right? Because Mm -hmm. there's a coach for every one and every circumstance. And some people might hear my story and be like, I don't relate 
one bit, right? Not Mm -hmm. one bit. It probably wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be the coach because a lot of my um, teachings beyond, you know, certifications and that kind of fun stuff is my own life lived experience. So this whole journey that has now gotten me here, which I, you know, wake up every morning just in gratitude and in excitement to wake up and live the life that I do, um, is all because of all the things that I've done. And now because of all the beautiful women who I get to guide on similar, but different because we're all unique journeys. Mm, Yeah. I love that. So when we spoke earlier, you talked about helping people exit the roller coaster of these toxic cycles. Yeah. What's a starting point that you could tell our listeners? Yeah. So awareness, you really have to know Mm -hmm. what your toxic cycles are. So I get that toxic cycles is a little bit of an untraditional term and it's not super widely used. For example, if you Google search it, you know, there's a lot of different things that come up. It's not um, very succinct, but basically a toxic cycle is any pattern or behavior you find yourself going back to time and time again, that does not serve you. Mm. Um, pay attention to this, right? So whether this be a relationship that you keep going back to that you find yourself saying like, I just need to leave, or I wish I could just leave. If this be, um, patterns in your business, right. Of not showing up or feeling like you're not good enough or not selling this even be with money that every single time you pay a bill, if you feel that emotional, ping of dread coming up. And then when you get money in your bank account, you feel good, but then you pay your bills and you don't feel good. Like that's a toxic cycle, right? There's something going on behind that, that is not serving you. Um, so awareness, it's really identifying what toxic cycles in your life exist, focusing on them, trying to find out the triggers that add to them and that get you back in that cycle. And then making action plans to, again, plant new seeds that are going to be more supportive and more aligned in your own life. I love that. I love the analogy of the seeds because we always have some weeding to do no matter what seeds we're planting. Yeah. We just have to be aware. Yeah. And even though like all the work that I've done, I'm like toxic cycles. I don't really think there's a human on this earth. I don't believe it. Who doesn't struggle with one. And they're a little bit like onions, right? So you like peel one back and you're like, Oh, there's a new one. And also our lives are always changing. So I'm Mm hyper aware that in like my current partnership, I've worked really hard to make it healthy, but it has been very intentional because I'm like the toxic cycles of my past with codependency could easily bleed in at any second. So I have to do work to make sure that's not the case. When I have children, I know my mother and I had an extremely codependent relationship. So how am I going to do that differently? Right. So again, this awareness that these toxic cycles, just because they've been worked on, doesn't mean they're gone. They don't just disappear. They've made us who we are, which means they will always be a piece of us. So we have to keep doing the work. We have to keep peeling back the layers to ensure that again, with the seed analogy, we don't accidentally plant the wrong seed and that we're planting really intentional seeds in our lives. Right. Right. Or if you have planted the wrong seeds unknowingly, don't beat yourself up. We're just going to do it differently. Yep. And again, I always say, um, shame, and guilt just fuels toxic cycles. It's like, you know, if we did plant that seed and then we're nourishing the seed with guilt and shame, it's just probably going to get you back in that same cycle. Anyways, it's just going to help that toxic cycle grow. Um, so again, with more of the abundance mindset, it's get weeded out self-compassion, 
grace, right? Like being like, Mm -hmm. Hey, that seed didn't work. How am I going to change it? And part of the, um, logo in my branding is, is a mountain and it's a mountain range. And that just represents that up and down journey that because these toxic cycles are never gone, you're going to be on like the top of the world sometimes and be like, I could never get back to the places I've been. And then there might be times you find yourself back there and maybe in different ways. Right. But you're never going to, in the same way, you can't undo the toxic cycles in your past. You also can't undo all the work you have done. Mm. So even when you find yourself in those toxic cycles, again, it's going to be in in a new place. It's going to be in a new circumstance and it's going to be further along than you once were. And again, if we think of this from a really abundant mindset, we have to thank ourselves and a mantra I use for this is thank you. And I'm ready for more. Anytime I find myself kind of in toxic cycles. And so that thank you is the thank you for the learning lesson. And then I'm ready for more is something greater than this, right? Something greater than this toxic cycle that might be playing out in my world. I really love listening to you take such a strong position. Thank you. It's really just, it's so loving. Like, I mean, our our podcast is like, love yourself and try, and you did the best you could and let's do it differently. Cause we know better now, but you just have this position of like, so what we're going to probably, probably be down again, but we we haven't undone how far we've come. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, human journeys like are messy, right? Like they're so messy and that's what makes them beautiful. So I love the abundance and I love, you know, the dream lives and alignment and being in all those places, but we still exist in a bubble of life. So we can't prevent the hard stuff, the scarcity stuff from coming up. So it is all about kind of going back to your question of exit the roller coaster of really building a solid foundation for ourselves so that when those things come up, we know how to traverse it. We know how to get back on track. We don't feel like the ground beneath us has taken us on like upside down or a loop-de-loop roller coaster ride. And we're like, I got this. I got this. I got me. And that foundation's internal, not external, which really means whatever, whatever pops up in your external world, you know, you're always going to be okay. Mm. Wow. I love that. Yeah. That just brings so much peace. That thought, no matter what, I got this. Yeah. Even when I I don't (laughs) figure it out. 100%. I got my foundation. I got my tools. I I know how to traverse these things. And again, this is why I do the work that I do because I have this internal foundation and I believe every single human, even though I focus on women, I really believe every single human being should have this foundation for themselves. I will be teaching my children it from the time they Mm. are little infants in my belly, literally conception. (laughs) They will be taught it because I'm like, if I would have been taught this my whole life, I would have saved myself a lot of scarcity mindset, a lot of trauma, a lot of pain, um, in my early twenties. And with that said, my parents are human. They did the best they could, but I've got different tools. Right. And I am so excited to keep teaching this in the world to my children and obviously onward to my clients and on my social media platforms and all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, and it's a good point though, too, like everything that happened to you is actually happening for you because as I hear your story, all the bad was like this eye-opening, like, no, I don't want this. Absolutely yep. not. Yep. 100%. And you know, this is a whole different story and I'll save it for time's sake, but I think it's an interesting perspective as well as I'm the youngest of four and my siblings are 
substantially older than me. So my mom had them when she was a teen mom, she had me um, closer to being 40. So I also witnessed a lot of adults in my life who weren't happy with their adult decisions. And Mm -hmm. so I, I, again, happened for me. I was born into that family system for a reason last for a reason, because I absorbed so much information before I was out into the world on my own of other people's lives, other people's choices, again, those seed planting and how those played Mm -hmm. out. I was like, Mm -hmm. this isn't it. This is not it. There has got to be a better way. Um, so yeah, my life's work now is helping women step into abundance again in every aspect of their lives, business, finances, time, energy, confidence, mindset. It's, It's definitely a passion. I'm just still so blown away. Like you were such a pure vessel for these messages. I mean, you did absorb so much, but you also took it like, and you said this, you're like, no, I'm capable. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And again, this is like, like everyone has this in them, right? Like it can always feel like, like mid panic attack. And I used to go into my closet for some reason when I would have panic attacks and it would be the most interesting, like out of body in body experience that I would see myself having these panic attacks on the floor in the dark, just like freaking out about life and feeling like the world was crashing down on me. And again, I would have a very outside perspective that like, Mm-hmm. This is not you. This is something else. This is all the learning that you've learned. This is the world crashing down on you. This is not you. You're, you're meant for greater. Um, and even if greater, you know, not, of course I've kind of made this my life purpose, but that's not even the greater that I was thinking about then the greater was just not that right. It was just not that pain, mm-hmm. not that dysfunction, not that toxic cycle. Um, and everyone, I don't believe a single human being on earth deserves any pain, any dysfunction. We're also, pure vessels to use your language, right. For, for our most aligned lives. We really all deserve it and we're capable and we're worthy of it. We just have to do the work of the undoing to get there. Well, I just, I loved this conversation. I am seriously impressed and thank you so much for sharing your story and just your journey. And then the good that you are doing, I just, it brings me so much joy. I feel like tingles all over just thinking about these people that you're empowering, because when you empower a woman, you're like changing generations. It's not just that one person. I feel so strongly about this because (laughs) we take care of everyone as women. So Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, I really love the work that you do. Thank you so much. I, again, was so honored to be on today. I, I'm obsessed with sharing this message. The thank you for having me on your platform to do so. Um, and yeah, if this like vibes with anyone, right? Like I am super vocal on Instagram. So I am always on there sharing on my stories, sharing my content. Um, so people are definitely welcome to follow along for more. And my handle's a little confusing, so I'll spell it out. It's okay. at and then R-E-C-O-B period H-E-R period Y. So it's recover hurry if we're sounding it out, um, but it does have the period. So yeah, that's the best place to find me again. If this message just really speaks to you and you're like, I want more. And you have a very generous offer for our listeners too. So if you don't mind offering that, that'd be good. So again, I'm just in a super abundant, um, season of my life. And I really like to give back in that. So if anyone is listening to this and they're like, I want to be walked through that framework, I want um, to work with her. And I want to get my place or excuse me, my life to a place that's out of toxic cycles or my business. Since I love doing business coaching as well, we can even do both. 
Um, then I'm offering one of my VIP coaching spots. I only do four at a time for my one-to-one clients. Cause I do have groups as well, but for this podcast, I wanted to offer one of these one-to-one spots at $600 off through the end of 2022. Mm. So it's a pretty substantial discount. So if at any point you are interested in that, you can find my discovery call link on my website or on my Instagram. And when you book, just let me know that you listen to this podcast and I would be happy to apply that discount to my one-to-one 90 day coaching program. Thank you so much. Tell us your website for those who are driving. Yeah, it's um, www.recoverylifecoaching.com. And the same spelling as your Instagram handle? not the same spelling. So that not, one is okay, no okay. periods because the website doesn't let you put periods. Um, so but it is the H E R. It is the H E R. Okay. Yes, that okay. is correct. So, and it'll yeah. all be in the show notes too, for those who want to look it up after you safely right. get off the steering yes. wheel. Yes. <laughs> all important. We, we want you to be safety safe first. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Allie. I'm sure thank we'll have you, you so on much. again. Yes. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.